0: Welcome to Ghostwatch 2017. My name's Coriander Dickinson, and I've got another podcast called Ghostwatch 2016, which is about common Rider Ghost. Uh, this episode will be focusing on episode 18 of that there podcast. Uh, I will let one of you do the count in because I have screwed you guys up every time uh, previous.
1: I'm desperately finding the name of the episode.
2: How can you forget <laughs> the name of this episode?
1: Because my mind is is empty. Oh, I got it.
2: <laughs> Wait, is it airport or train yard? I'm get it It's around. airport. Airport. Okay, I thought so. All right. Three, two, one. Episode, episode 18. 18. Knife, 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 knife airport. airport. Good enough. That
0: was perfect. <laughs> For episode 18 of *Common Rider Ghost, there is a lot of dialogue and a lot of questions about how icons work and how to accessorize with them uh so does this one involve an airplane gnome no. no okay
2: so it's earlier than that we all you also haven't started saying gnomes yet
0: oh wow <laughs> yeah i know
2: it took a long time
0: but i think i think likely can figure out what a gnome is
1: no <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right they're, they're called gnomes
1: <laughs> are they on the show
0: yet <laughs>
2: They've You'll been there see.
1: the whole time. You'll see. Oh no, <laughs> I don't know.
2: Yeah, you know, was...
0: sometimes we just give up.
1: <laughs> uh, well, that's going to be interesting. This episode felt like basically just a continuation of last episode because it was still like knife, knife, and science man, and everything.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Oh, and poor Anari, his face is all cut up. He's got band aids all over. It's like, oh I was, I was sad, of course.
0: And every time I saw the band-aids, I was reminded of the scene where the damage was inflicted.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it is funny, because I kind of expected that... Because uh, the episodes usually have a bit more like space between them in terms of days. So I was like, oh, you know, they won't want to have to deal with giving Onari cuts again or anything. I'm sure that the next episode will just skip forward to a time when he's fine. But no. I bet by next episode it'll be gone. Because surely... They get sick of having to apply the band-aids and such like. Uh, But the one thing is that I should have saved, remember last episode of Ghostwatch 2017, where I expounded on my theory of how Onari and Okari love each other very much? Right. I I could have just saved that for this one.
2: (laughs) That's true.
1: Because if anything, the evidence here is stronger.
0: (laughs) Is it just because they're hanging out a lot? No, there's Akari a montage.
1: Jumps in front of a, a a knife knife slash meant for Akari and and dies, um, while saying that Akari's speech was quite rousing, which is <laughs> all right. And then uh, Akari basically has this whole like monologue about how you know Anari might be hard headed and you know they might fight all the time but he tries his hardest and he's a good person and his soul's not garbage and she might have all just just ended with, and I love him. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was even like the 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 crux Oh, hi Candel. Uh, the crux of Takeru's <laughs> combining Newton with uh, what's her name? The girl. Himiko. Himiko, Himiko. thank you. Uh, was that even though they were, like, oil and water, they could mix, and the way that he learned this is because Akari and Onari were able to to mix, like, water and oil. Mm-hmm. So that concludes my, my thesis on why they love each other.
2: Gandalf does not agree with your ship.
1: <laughs> yeah. Sure she does. Also, what I did love about when uh, Newton and Hamiko combined is that they're, like, blue and pink and then like some purple which is a nice color combo that's also the bisexual pride flag and also what color my hair is now so it's like what when did your hair change uh when i dyed it this weekend
2: oh fancy
1: also random shout out i i have found generally that the music in this show is quite good i like a lot of the themes and necrom Hmm. Got, like, a kind of extended musical theme. I think we'd heard parts of it before, but never, like, uh, a long... Crash Invader!
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, no, it's the best song. It was rad. <laughs> really didn't understand the new jacket. Gandalf, stop. <laughs> uh, the one with, like, a monkey and... and... It's cool that it's a kappa. I also thought it was a duck. Even though I am familiar oh. with the Kappa, Sanzo's jacket.
2: Yeah, I did some research.
1: Oh. Will you enlighten us now?
2: I can do that. Uh, it's basically what uh, Corey said on the Watch 2016 episode um, is Sanzo is like the basically the main character of uh, Journey to the West. That's how they, I guess that's the Japanese trans- translation of his name. And okay. so. So he hangs out with uh with, with Sun Goku and the pig and then I guess Akaba.
1: Yep. I have to admit I'm not familiar with Journey to the West.
2: I am only familiar with it through the weird transmutations it goes through to become anime.
0: Like Dragon Ball.
2: Yeah. Or Sayuki.
0: Yeah. The Sayuki series are are bizarre.
2: Yeah. I actually used that as an example when I was doing a presentation in university about uh, anime and how it it was about fairy tales, but I was like, here's a, here's a, here's two anime, Dragon Ball and Sayuki, and they're both based off of the same thing and they look nothing alike.
0: When I was doing uh, East Asian Studies stuff, uh, that was the year that uh, there was a Genji Monogatari anime, mm. so I got to really weave out there a little bit. Just be like, oh man, this really old novel that you're talking about. There's an anime of that this year.
1: Man, you both studied anime in university.
2: No, <laughs> no. we just—if uh, Corey was anything like me, uh, she just used excuses to bring up anime in university a lot.
0: Uh, well, I was, I was taking uh, Japanese history courses, but
2: <laughs> I was not. <laughs> <laughs> I just. I I, it, uh, I, was doing I was taking like these fairy tale courses, though, and they were, did talk about Japanese fairy tales. And a lot of that imagery shows up in, in anime, like the like uh, Momotaro, the peach boy and um, Princess uh, Kaguya. Yeah. 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 So
0: which if you haven't seen the
2: Ghibli film, do see that because it's I have it's not beautiful. actually to my shame. I have, however, seen My Neighbor the Yamadas, which references both of them in the opening. Yes, it does. (laughs) Which I believe I showed a class when we were talking (laughs) about this. (laughs) Just go back to my original point of how I worked anime into everything I did in university. The only
0: other instance I can kind of think of is uh, English literature referencing stuff, or rather, just english courses and then reading literature and some of it's translated from japanese and just having the extra context mm-hmm. of you know cultural exposure was really nice
2: also i was in an anime club also i ran an anime club <laughs> yeah. also i knew the people who ran the anime club
0: also i'm now a uh, equipped with one of the people that ran the (laughs) anime club
2: that is very true (laughs) Equipped
0: that anime club not the other anime club which is Heather's husband and Heather was also the president after he was and then I was the president after her that's
2: that's how we all know each other thank god for anime actually ironically I don't know any of you guys directly because of the anime club as such
0: yeah, no it's indirectly because it just show. happened
2: to be like yeah because i would have i would have met ian and Beige anyway because my friend brian knew their friend and we started hanging out at their shared place but it didn't hurt that i was also going to the anime club every week this has nothing <laughs> to do with commoner
1: it was <laughs> interesting though i'm enjoying this backstory because I'm I'm this this interloper. Yeah, it's kind of
2: like your mom's back.
1: Yeah. <laughs> sounds like a burn. Your mom's <laughs> back last episode. But it's just,
0: yeah. I did I did uh, uh, gently ask Heather if she had been you know familiar with the site, and she was like, "I'm certain I had been there, but I don't really have any specific oh, memories of it." I
1: have to tell my mom that. <laughs> well, I was debating whether or not when uh that episode comes out uh seeing how it ends up getting edited and then whether or not to point my mom at it and be like hey yeah i i was
0: planning to remove some information from that
1: overall Mm. i still think it's it's pretty cool because despite my mom always being like no i'm not cool i'm like no my mom is cool i'll insist it but no i was not in any anime clubs uh, I was mostly a isolated forest child. I wasn't really in any clubs <laughs> in particular. Dungeons and Dragons was the one thing that I did with other people, and that turned out to be pretty helpful in my life. But I, and I guess that's how I ended up getting to know you guys because that got me the job. That's how I met Corey. That's how I got here.
2: So clearly, we need to do a and D podcast.
1: Uh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I've been wanting to DM something.
0: And I've been looking for a DM, because I just want to try, like, practicing playing and performing in a specific way now that I've absorbed a lot of sort of metaculture around D&D programming, such as the Adventure Zone and Critical Role and Acquisitions, Inc. and the C-Team and Friends at the Table and all of that.
2: I just like playing D&D. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gandalf agrees. Can, Gandalf insists <laughs> on taking part. What, what? This is a like Gandalf sanctioned event. What? What class do you want to play, Gandalf? Wizard, obviously. <laughs> tabaxi wizard.
2: <laughs> Early.
1: I can't believe the Tabaxi are just part of like the normal five E. Well, I guess it's still technically another source book. Tabaxi just seem much more welcome in the D and D world right now than like cat folk ever were.
2: Hmm. I think cats are more welcome these days than they ever were.
0: I was surprised when it, when they added, like, tea flings as a default option.
1: Yeah. That was pretty crazy. There's a lot of that. But, but then, yeah, I don't know. People just seem to have been getting more into the source books. Maybe it's just that at this point, the fatigue hasn't set in yet. Because I played mostly 3.5. And uh, 3.5, yeah, like mm-hmm. the... The sheer number of source books led to a kind of mix of like, on the one hand, anything's possible. On the other hand, it's all kind of overwhelming. So a lot of people just stuck to the core PhB. Yeah. Now there's Pathfinder. Pathfinder's rad. Anyway, God. All we're right, just about Rider. Today. Yes. Path yeah. uh, uh, Rider. Uh ooh. Bike Delivery Man was back. I was really happy about that. Our good old friend, my favorite, like really just He's like a side side character. Yeah,
0: he is totally incidental to the plot,
1: and yet consistent. Like he continues to come back. He is a recurring character, Uh, so that made me Mm -hmm. happy. I also I paused the episode a few times, which I don't usually do, because I was trying really hard. You could see this whiteboard in uh, Akari's science lab, and it had a bunch of math on it. Yeah, and so I kept trying to pause it and get like a good look at it, which I did, and. Uh, unfortunately, despite having finally gotten it after all this finicking, I'd... it's integrals and 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 deltas and stuff like that. But there's no yep. indication of what the actual variables are. No. Nope. And it's like it's one of these things where it might not be fake math, and it's just not my my discipline. Like if it's fake math, they've done a good job because like it's formatted like real math but i was also i don't know i was i was a mix of skeptical and impressed cuz it was like well that is convincingly like real math but also it seems to have enough of a kind of just alphabet of symbols that maybe you just like have someone who's pretty good at writing fake
2: math man build would drive you nuts which one common uh, rider build cuz it has like crazy Cra- equations all over the place oh uh, yeah like like literally the names of the episodes before they show the episode name, it's an equation and then it turns into the episode name.
1: Huh. <laughs> but in just like a bullshit way?
2: Yes. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I am not equipped to make that determination.
1: Yeah. It's all my, nonsense. kind of, kind of me. I have been to start watching Numbers again because this... Oh, I love Numbers. Yeah.
0: Oh. I know. I really want more show like, there's other shows like that where there's, like, The Mentalist or Psych or some other thing, where it's just like, here's an expert from an outside field helping in criminology. But Numbers was special.
1: It was! You could go and get print-off worksheets for each episode that, like, did more with the mathematical concept that they introduced. I know this because we did it in high school math class. That was the best. Goddamn. Sometimes, instead of whatever we'd normally do with, like, textbooks. We'd just get to watch an episode of Numbers and then do a fun Numbers math worksheet. Oh. Yeah, it was great. I What I wish is that there were shows like Numbers in that they took out the criminology element but kept the math. Like, give me a show about <laughs> some mathematician who's like... Yeah, solving action math. Yeah, yeah, like, something else, you know, fewer dead bodies and, like, you know, violent crimes, but... Just as much math would be cool.
0: Yeah, well, I watched, like, Hidden Finger, yeah, Hidden Figures and, uh, like, Interstellar, mm. where it's just, like, so much is on the line of someone doing something on a blackboard.
1: Or, like, Arrival <laughs> was really good for that.
0: Mm. Yes, with the linguistics. Yes.
1: Oh. <laughs> so good. Once again, distracted, but yes, this is such a tangent because it's like in the end it's just Akari had a blackboard of math and I can't tell if it's real or not <laughs> and if you see code
0: on her laptop screen don't bother pausing it's not worth
1: it that's good to know because that did come up a few episodes ago and I stopped myself from pausing it because I suspected as much I did notice it was yeah. indented like code and I was like well at least you did that it, it, it's actually code it's just not worth looking at yeah, that, that sounds about right. I mean, to be fair, most real code's not worth looking at, but...
2: You know. mm-hmm.
1: I can understand why they often don't want to show the reality of such things. Uh, let's see. Oh, I did agree. It was funny, because it was one of these cases where I had feelings, and then you guys had the exact same ones in Ghostwatch 2016. But the part where uh, Prince Elaine goes to the takoyaki stand with Cannon. And then Cannon (laughs) gets a takoyaki on a stick and it's just like Elaine's internal monologue as he's like, wait, is that an icon? Because it's spherical. it's like, she's eating an icon? What? (laughs) And he's just like, he's just staring (laughs) so concerned but hasn't actually asked about it yet. And then his just like infuriated grumpiness when grandma is like, oh, you know, you you childish boy. And he's like, I'm twice as old as you. Go to hell. <laughs> and he was just like looking at children playing and I couldn't quite decide. I find him very hard to read, but it seemed like he was just kind of low-key, distasteful <laughs> towards all of these humans making noise all around. And I was like, relatable. Hashtag relatable. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, uh, and later flashbacks kind of revealed that he appreciates the life and energy of whatever is going okay. on around him
1: so it's not even that he just hates or is better than everyone yeah he's it's really hard to tell what he is thinking from his facial expressions and it seems to be at this point fairly rare that we get an actual like internal monologue or him telling someone how he feels so that's like the bit where I, I still think he wants to be a bird he loves the sky because he's a bird.
2: <laughs> I There's crazy. nothing to
1: dispute it. No,
2: nope. it's true.
1: And yeah, uh, good Griffin's Amiibo corner shout out and Flush 2016. <laughs> nice.
0: Yeah. yeah, we got real into the Mackle boys.
2: <laughs> you got out of Pokemon and into the Mackle boys.
0: Yep. Ah. Uh...
2: I've only seen one hey. Griffin's Amiibo Corner and it was the one where his dentist told him he wasn't allowed to put the Amiibo in his mouth so he had to make a fake yeah, mouth the box instead. The box. Yep. And it was, it was saved on my to-watch list on YouTube and I have no, I, no recollection of why specifically I saved that one. But mm-hmm. apparently...
1: It is terrible because my, my brother and I are both very into the McElboy products. And actually, I was basically introduced to the whole McElboys thing through Griffin's Amiibo Corner. That was my first real... Yeah. Hmm, same. People at work sharing it. Yeah. And, Monster yeah, and then Factory. Monster Factory, and then, yeah. you know, now I'm just in that context.
0: Now I've listened to, I've been listened to all of the Adventure exactly, Zone, yeah. and I've been listening to the other things. I'm thinking of listening to Sawbones.
1: That's cool. I listened to one episode, and I liked it. I'm really liking Wonderful. Hmm. But uh, also, though, it, it's a bad influence, and it's dumb that it even is an influence, but, like, my brother and I own a few Amiibos and have definitely put them in our mouths. You did what? (laughs) (laughs) Just to see if you could? Just to see what it was like. like, 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 How difficult is it really? Oh.
2: I have so many Amiibos and I've never put any of them in my mouth. Yet.
1: Well, I I, I think it started too, because if I remember right, I think that the one that the dentist says he can't put in his mouth is the Ganondorf Amiibo. Yeah,
2: Ganondorf is not a good one to put in your mouth.
1: Well, so there's the no thing, is that my brother got a Ganondorf Amiibo and then, you know, this is he lives back in the woods and I now live not in the woods. So he got it and then he texted me a picture of him with it in his mouth and doing a thumbs up as a kind of like, <laughs> look at me, I can prove Griffin wrong thing. Uh, which was a fun text to get during the work day because it's like Mm. hey lexi why are you laughing so hard it's like well this is you could have just
0: told us all and shared that on the work network
1: i shared it with people in work by physically showing it to them on my phone i didn't want to like put it in the group chat with all of our contractors and then god knows where it ended
0: up like some of those people don't even work with us yeah so just
1: there are people who show up in our general chat that I've never seen their name before, so, yeah. But now it's just a thing, because, like, I got a tune Link amiibo for, uh, for Christmas. That's easy, though. It
2: was easy. Yeah, that's, that's like Jigglypuff-level simplicity.
1: Or, like, Animal Crossing. It was more uncomfortable than I, I thought it would be, even for a small amiibo. So, Griffin, he's doing it for the art. I also got, though, that really blocky uh, Link to the Past kind of, or no, not even Link to the Past, like, original Zelda amiibo.
2: And that one I don't even want to
1: try. That's just a a, a large block filled, like, comprised entirely of corners and points.
2: I'm looking at mine right now, and I would not try to put that in my mouth. No.
0: Well, I'm looking at my no amiibos. I have an icon, but that seems (laughs) like a bad idea. You should put that in your eye. Well, no, it's just, I don't want to stick just a round object that could be easily lodged in my throat.
1: <laughs>
0: in my mouth.
2: Good call.
1: I had the Yoshi woolly amiibo. That was my only one for the <laughs> longest time, and I was like, well, no.
2: Don't put that in your mouth. No,
1: not something that's absorbent. No. Anyway. You don't want to give it culture. Anyways. Nice. Uh, so any, 18, I think those are all my my high points. Any follow-up, Adam?
2: Uh, the only thing I had was my Sanzo research, which I already blew the lid off of.
0: Perfect. In that case, I will say good night and goodbye and farewell. And put a lid on this. Uh, I have
1: been Grander Dickinson. I'm at Apslar on Twitter.
2: I'm still Adam Wasserman. I'm at Gold Sarcasmium on Twitter. And
1: I am always Alexi Peppers. And I am at AM Peppers on Twitter. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye.